do like to be beside the seaside. And in the sea, it seems. This must be underwater love. Diving in. Stories from the sea. More and more people are taking the plunge and diving into the icy waters of the Irish Sea. I found a few of them on the shorelines of the Isle of Man and asked them why they do it. Oh, that's nice. How is it? Freezing. <laughs> I like the contrasting responses there. Nice, freezing. <laughs> you were new once too. Nervous to come along and not sure what to do. The photo showed smiles and frolics and fun. But would you feel like the embarrassed new one? You, you watch, watch for, a, for while a while through, through your, your laptop, laptop or, or phone, phone wanting, wanting to, join to join in and not feel alone. One day you felt brave, it was time to jump in. How lucky that day someone posted a swim. The welcome, the welcome was, warm, was warm, but the water, but the water was, was chilly. chilly. It was freeing, exciting, and a chance to be silly. He loved it. It was bracing, but oh, what a laugh. Getting dressed was a mission. Quick, home for a bath. Thank goodness, Thank goodness that someone, that someone shared, their shared their swim on that day. day, or maybe you'd still be watching from a distance away. Now that you're settled, please post a swim or two, and remember that you were new once too. <laughs> Morning! <laughs> I'm Sue, Sue Collier. Lovely to meet you, Sue. Now, um, how long have you been jumping in the sea for? <laughs> a year last July. Yeah, I'd started really because my friend, uh, Midge, used to swim in the sea. She was a real water baby, and unfortunately she passed away. And so every time I go in the sea, I think of her. Oh. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's exhilarating, and it really is uh, it's great. Love and it. lovely group of ladies here this morning. Oh, so is, is there always a group this size? Yeah, it can be 15, 20, yeah, it can be two, three, it's, it's great, yeah, we just all love it. Hi, I'm Joanne. And Joanne, how long have you been doing this for? About five weeks. So you're quite new to Very this, new. how are you yes. finding it? Yes, um, great, really good, really, really good, and I'm glad I started at this time of year, straight in the cold. <laughs> uh, great group of women here, and a few men. Um, Every, I do once a week, yeah. nothing dramatic. And what made you want to start? Uh, my daughter persuaded me she's a, an avid outdoor swimmer. Lovely. So yeah. does she do other places as well as a She's team? in London. So oh, right, okay. she started at the Hampstead Ladies Ponds and will swim anywhere at any time. What, will she ever get in the sea? What do you think about you getting in the sea? I think she's quite proud, oh. hopefully. <laughs> so you've not been on the island long? No, six weeks. <laughs> So you actually moved here and just started getting in the sea. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> My name's Fiona and I started swimming about a year and a half ago. Um, a friend said, oh, come and, you know, come in the sea. And I was like, oh, I don't know. It's going to be absolutely freezing. And I've been here for a very long time and I still haven't gone in the sea. Anyway, I did and absolutely loved it. And ever since then, I've been actually... Well, addicted really <laughs> and every opportunity I get I'm in <laughs> we also do um, social things together and it's just become like a extended family really and it's been really lovely my name is Jane and uh, my story of the sea is I lost eight and a half stone last year and I decided that I needed to have my knee replaced and that I'd lost all the weight but I now needed to try and get myself a little bit fit ready for my surgery. Um, so I 
kept seeing little posts on Facebook about the blue tits and I thought, well, I'll go and join them, and, but I was too frightened to. And then I realised one of my friends um, was actually on blue tits, so I messaged her privately and she does tuition for people that want to start sea swimming. That's Kirsty. She took me on a one-to-one. It was absolutely fantastic. And then I joined my sister, who lives in Ramsey and is, is one of the blue tits, and joined this group, and they're so lovely. I drive from Douglas on a Saturday and Sunday, and although there are swims in Douglas, I just love Ramsey. I grew up in Ramsey. I feel like a little girl when I get in the sea. It's just such fun. Last week we were jumping great big waves, and what's so lovely is the family here, in that my mobility's poor, um, and every single person that was jumping the waves after a big wave will go, you still on your feet, Jane, you okay? Um, and it's great, and you don't, nobody judges you. I'm in a wetsuit to keep my knees stable, um, and no one cares. People are in costumes, people are in wetsuits, people are in t-shirt and knickers, and it doesn't matter. And there's no judgment, and everyone's just so lovely. and I am a qualified open water swimming coach not a teacher it's a very different thing okay well explain how it is different then tell us what you do so a swimming teacher can teach people how to actually swim and that's generally done in a swimming pool as an open water swimming coach I can help people in open water outside um, so things like maybe overcoming a fear of the water, fear of the cold, fear of seaweed. Um, I can also help with things that relate to open water skills. So if you're swimming a race, you might need to know how to sight, how to do boy turns, mass starts, running starts, anything like that. Anything that involves the sea. <laughs> and how many people do you think you've coached in this way? Well, I haven't actually officially started as a coach yet, but unofficially, probably about 20. Um, The Blue Tits were looking for people to train as open water swim coaches, specifically for within the Blue Tits groups. And I just had a look at it just to see what they wanted to know, really filled it in as I went along because you couldn't go to the next question without doing it. Got to the end and hit the send button and then went, what have I done? (laughs) (laughs) And one of the things that I'd said that they particularly liked was that quite a lot of people were tending to turn to me and ask me questions anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, And that I always found that when I was in the water with people, Um, I was feeding them little bits of information. So I've just kind of carried on doing that since I've qualified and whilst I'm working out exactly how to go about setting up the coaching business. Mm And you say you, you often find yourself giving people advice, and this is because you've actually been open water swimming and sea swimming for quite some time, haven't you? Um, this is my fourth, going into my fourth winter, so it's about three and a half years, I think. I've kind of lost track because of COVID. Mm. 2018, that makes it four years, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Oh, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess it's just kind of built up along the way. And I was also brought up on the water, which helps because I've got the weather knowledge, the tidal knowledge, I'm aware of currents, things like that. So 
that all kind of feeds into it as well. Mm. There's something that is at the moment really dragging people to the sea, isn't there? It just seems to be a bit of an explosion of sort of an interest in sea swimming. Absolutely. Sea swimming's always been around. Mm. I remember when I was at school, the violin teacher used to swim across Fenella Bay every single morning. I think he was in about his 80s, maybe, and it certainly did him good. Since COVID, when our swimming pools and other fitness centres were shut, people had to exercise outdoors, and we definitely saw a lot more people drawn to it then. Once it gets talked about, more people want to try. You see it more and more on the TV, you hear about it on the radio, and people just want to have a go. Mm. It's always good to join a group, though, and not just go in by yourself. And it is something that we need to be aware of, because, as you said, you know, there is there is a lot going on out there, and we need to make sure that safety comes first, because, you know, it looks beautiful today. You can hear there is a bit of wind around, but we're at Chapel Bay in Port St Mary. It's flat calm. It looks absolutely lovely, but it can change very quickly. And, of course, at this time of year, it's extremely cold. There are many things to be aware of, aren't there? There certainly are, and the sea deserves a lot of respect. Um, One thing I would always say is make sure you've done your research before you get in. It is cold, but not as cold as it's going to get. It'll keep going down until about February, March time, then it'll start climbing up again. Mm. We're quite lucky on the Isle of Man. The currents aren't horrific. In some places, you've got rip currents. There are beaches where you most definitely wouldn't get in. But weather changes, wind changes, the swell might suddenly come from a different direction. If you don't know what you're doing, it can end very tragically. Mm. Benefits-wise, it's absolutely amazing for mental health. They're actually doing a study at the moment to assess that because of course it is only anecdotal evidence until an actual study's been done but I don't think I've met anybody that's tried it who hasn't said that it's got some sort of improvement on their on their life Mm -hmm. whether that's the cold whether it's the company who knows you do get an endorphin rush within two minutes of going into the water The cold, within two minutes of going into the water, gives you a fight-or-flight response, and that gives you a huge endorphin rush, and that's what makes you feel better. Mm -hmm. Don't need to stay in any longer than that. If you want to, that's awesome. But if you just want that endorphin rush, you can go in a minute or two, get out again. That's also brilliant for um, inflammation. Mm. Just the same as you would put an ice pack on, on a knee that was all inflamed. If you can manage to get into the water, again, just a few minutes, and it just relaxes everything and helps with that as well. Mm. Again, early days, as we're saying, there are these studies going on. But as you said, it seems that most people who get in certainly don't regret it. But as we said, partly safety, sort of in the water, we need to be aware of that. Also now, one thing we are quite lucky about nowadays is we can get hold of a lot of lovely gear that makes it much easier, can't we? Oh, we certainly can. You can swim in a swimsuit and just have a towel to get dried. It's a little bit more difficult than using a change robe. But you can do it, and people have done it for years. One thing that is 
definitely worth purchasing is a thing called a tow float, which you tie around your waist. Um, it's like a little balloon full of air and it just floats along in the water behind you. They are very bright colours. They're great to hang on to if you need to, but that's not what they're designed for. It's for visibility. I quite often see people with um, no swim cap on, they've got dark hair, they might be wearing a wetsuit, which of course is completely dark. And once they're a couple of meters out, you can't see them. It's very, very difficult. You, you might spot the odd splash as they put their arm over. If you've got a bright swim hat and, or a bubble hat and a bright toe float, it just helps to make you much more visible. Mm-hmm. I hear people say, oh, I don't need it today, I'm in a group. Yes, you do. You are ultimately responsible for yourself when you're in the water, but it's human nature that we look out for each other and it makes it so much easier for the group you're with if you can be spotted easily. So if there's someone then that's listening to this and thinking, I'd really like to try this, what would you say is the first step? Join the Manx Blue Tits on Facebook. There are loads of really welcoming people. There are dips and swims planned all over the island every day. If you feel that rather than just join a a, a group, perhaps of people you don't know, you can look for me, Kirsty Coffey, I'm in the group, and I can add you to one of the blue tip sessions which will be an introduction to cold water mm-hmm. we'll have four or five people and it will be a coached session which means that i'm responsible for you Eek. <laughs> we'll go together talk through the safety have a little dip get out afterwards have a warm drink and a chat and i'll make sure everybody's feeling okay before they leave And it's something that I think for us islanders is quite an important thing to sort of try and get used to the sea because it is all around us at the end of the day. So it's it's, it's quite a useful sort of skill to have. The Manx Blue Tits, I know obviously it is primarily a group for women. There are some men that come along though, aren't there, which is lovely. Actually, it's not primarily for women. When the Blue Tits first started um, over in the UK... In round about, I think it was 2014, there were men there from the very beginning. Ah. There's no disguising where the name came from. (laughs) You've just got to go with that. It makes people laugh, and that's a good thing. But because of the name, everybody thinks it is just for women. But we do definitely welcome men along as well. And they certainly add something to the mix. There's lots of men in the background too. There's been a post recently about sharing our men folk that perhaps aren't seen on Facebook and whether that's somebody watching on the beach to make sure we're all okay or it's somebody handing out the hot drinks and the cakes when we all come back and we're all bundled up in our layers, counting people up and down steps when we go for night swims there's always men there although they might hide in the background (laughs) so essentially everyone is welcome absolutely everyone is welcome the only stipulation we have is that under 18s must be accompanied by an adult we can't be responsible for under 18s and everyone swims at their own risk depending on the weather you might want to go in the water 
you might not, but that's your choice. Uh, Kirsty, it's an absolute joy talking to you, and uh, I think it looks like a beautiful day for a dip. <laughs> it really, really does look like a beautiful day for a dip, and I wish I had the opportunity to get in there today, but I don't. But I love being by the sea anyway, even on days when I can't get in. That sound, not the aeroplane, the waves. <laughs> the sound of the waves it, uh, and the birds around as well. It's just so calming, so soothing. It's lovely. Oh, my name's Sue Chalmers. How would you describe the feeling of getting in the sea? Oh God, it's cold. There's no doubt about it. It is absolutely freezing. But if you want it to build up your resistance to the cold and to just to begin to see life in a different way, to enjoy nature, to be outside and to connect with nature and to just to be, that's what it's about really for me anyway. Jill and this is Martin. Martin Cole, yeah. We've just been sea dipping because that's what we like to do because we're all a bit mad. <laughs> so tell me about your sea dipping experience, Martin. Well, Gillian got into it first and she seemed to be having so much fun that I thought, well, I'll give this a try, you know. And so uh, when did you first get in? Oh, I don't it know. It was your birthday, the 25th. Yes, it was the 20th. 25th. It was on my 65th birthday. On the 25th of July was yeah. the very first time I went in the sea. But that was much warmer then, but you're yeah. still doing it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, it's... Uh, I, I started off with just a wetsuit jacket and then Progress. progressed on <laughs> to having a full wetsuit now. It's great. I, I just, you just got to get straight in, you know, haven't you? And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I love it. I love it now. Good. Yes, what was my idea to... Come today. To come today, sort of thing. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's very calming, I find, very relaxing. Mm. You know, it's it's like you just you just paddle around at your own pace and just let the world go by, and it's just lovely. Sort of like the motion of the sea, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's like it's a, a living thing. That, yeah. You know, you're sort of there and you're, you're part of it. Yeah. It sort of made me realise that, you know, um, it doesn't matter what time of life you're at. You know, if you want to do it, have a go at it. Uh -huh. and, and that's it, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I'm, dying, I'm dying for the dolphins to turn up for a swim. <laughs> well, amazing. well, listen, I wish you all the best of luck with uh, the dipping and the dolphins. Thank you so much, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm Claire. Um, I've been swimming probably for nearly three years, but about 18 months with the Blue Tits and Ramsey. And it's just such a lovely group of welcoming, fun and inclusive people. Everyone looks out for each other. Um, sometimes if you're having a bad day, you can just pop into the sea, have a chat. You know, it stays in the sea. What's said in the sea stays there. Flocking to the sea. Lots of people that you wouldn't normally meet. People of all ages. And there's no pressure, there's no judgement. You just turn up, no one cares what you look like, what you're wearing. And it's just really good fun. And Kelly, tell me a little bit about your getting in the sea story. 
so it's a very short one at the minute because this is my second one. <laughs> so this is my second dip. Uh, so yeah, started by moving here in August. I'm <laughs> um, doing some cold water dips in the rivers and then found this group on Facebook and asked if I could come along and they were all really happy to let me. So um, I've kind of jumped in with both feet and <laughs> I love it, it's, it's amazing, yeah. It's Pamela Rowan. I came over to work in the hospital. From where? Uh, I came from Orkney and came from Manchester before Orkney. So what made you want to join the Blue Tits? Um, to integrate myself into the community, to have a social, to just enjoy the water and be healthy and have it be refreshing. And what's your experience been so far? Oh, wonderful. They're very, very welcoming, very kind. I just love it. So I suppose now you are on the island and has this made your experience better here for this group? Yeah, I don't think I could have survived it without them. Oh, what makes you say that? Well, because I'm alone. I've got no family, no, nobody else here with me. Um, so they just helped me feel welcome and feel supported and they were like a little family to me. Yeah, I feel alive when I go in the sea. Um, it's a stress reliever. It just, it's just wonderful, yeah. just magical. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Well, enjoy your sea dipping experience. Thank you for talking to us. Mm, thank you very much. I'm John Snelling and I'm a GP by background, working mainly for Manx Care nowadays. Now, John, one of the reasons I'm talking to you, and thanks for taking the time, is uh, because I know that you are someone who enjoys sea dipping, but also you have your medical background. So first of all, I want to know how long have you been getting in the sea and what made you want to start? Um, my wife persuaded me. She was a member of the Manx Blue Tits uh, for a year or so before I joined. Uh, so we've been swimming together for about two years now. and um, We're trying to get in, well, around once a week uh, throughout the year. So you're making it a fairly regular thing. You say trying to get in as if it's something you feel like you need to do regularly. Why is that? It, well, it is now. It, it's become a bit of an addiction. It is funny, isn't it, this this cold water thing? It really does become a little bit addictive. And funny enough, I was saying uh, to my wife the other day, we, we've not been in over Christmas because we've been across. And uh, I was saying, I actually miss it, which is a crazy thing to say, isn't it? But uh, it's really true. I miss the buzz of it. I miss the, the sense of well-being you get from it. So, uh, yeah, it is it is properly an addiction now. Well, I've heard, a few people have told me that, actually, whether it be from the blue tits or from people who, who get into natural ponds and everything as well, because it's, it's not just about the sea, is it? People are getting in, in cold water in general. It's become something of a phenomenon. Yeah, absolutely. It is an increasing phenomenon, not only uh, in sort of rivers and, and, and lakes and so forth, but uh, even the more extreme uh, athletes are, are doing what they call ice swimming. So uh, swimming in the Arctic, swimming uh, in areas where they actually have to break the ice to get into the water. And uh, they, um, I mean, they, they sort of leap about about it. They, they think it's wonderful. Um, I, I have to say I'm not quite brave enough to break the ice, but certainly cold water is no longer the, uh, the scary thing that it used to to be for me which is which is great which is funny isn't it in a way because you know many of us as children living on this side of this side of the world did get into the sea and it was very cold when we were children but we for some reason we stop when we get to adults yeah, it is. It's silly, isn't it, really? And and the thing that I've found is that uh, if you have a long break from it uh, and then try and get into the sea, it undoubtedly 
is more of a shock but the more regularly you do it the easier it is and that that is honestly correct you know that um if you're doing it every week it really isn't that much of a shock to the system and it's absolutely mind over matter it's recognizing that getting into that cold water whilst your body takes oh a minute or two to acclimatize um you know the, the, sens the sensation that you're getting is not pain actually it's it's just your body acclimatizing and once it's done that you feel wonderful it's really good and there are, you know, sort of people, celebrities, really, who have been sort of talking about this. As, there's that sort of phenomenon with uh, Wim Hof has become very popular, for instance. You mentioned that yes. the sort of ice swimming and that sort of thing as well. There is this sort of promise of it being almost like a, a, a cold water therapy in a way. So I should ask you then, with your professional hat on, what do you make of the claims that it can be beneficial to your physical health? Well, it's more than claims nowadays. There has actually been quite a bit of medical research done into this. And some of it's fairly obvious. You know, undoubtedly, uh, there is a sense of well-being. And, and anybody who has managed to get in the cold sea uh, and, and survived and got out again um, will tell you that they feel better when they, they get out. But it's not just for a moment or two. It usually lasts for several hours after you've been in uh, for even sort of a short time, five, ten minutes at a time in the winter, uh, which is probably all you should be doing because of the, the, the temperature of the water. So there is the sort of mental health thing in terms of a sense of well-being. Um, extending that, um, undoubtedly some research has been done that has shown that folks with mental health uh, conditions, so mild depression, anxiety, that sort of thing, have reported uh, improvement of those symptoms when they swim regularly. And then there are some physical things. It does improve your metabolism because your metabolism has to work harder when you're cold. Uh, and so if you do that regularly, then your body gets used to burning calories quicker and so it's obviously good from the that point of view um it does reduce it does help blood pressure um sort of mild blood pressure although i would say that if you have uncontrolled blood pressure it's probably not a good idea and you should certainly seek medical advice um it can help you sleep better um and there is even good evidence now uh, that it boosts your immune system through a production of things like white blood cells and antioxidants so there are really a lot of now medical um uh, research projects which are beginning to show uh, proven benefits, which is great. It is. Gosh, it sounds like a win-win, doesn't it, really? It really is, yeah. Yeah, so I guess then what we should do, though, obviously there are dangers to it as well. So how can we best keep ourselves safe? They are cold temperatures. I'm presuming there can be dangers to it too. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I suppose the, the obvious thing is the cold. Um, you can get hypothermia. And, and you know, you hear um, our, our friends at the RNLI are always talking to us about not staying in the water for too long when it's cold. And that's certainly true. We generally say, those of us who are used to swimming in cold water, that you should stay in the number of minutes uh, that the degree centigrade um, uh, that is, is telling you that, that the temperature is. So, you know, if the water is about 10, which it normally is in the sort of autumn time, then 10 minutes is about right to stay in. Be much beyond that. That and you will start to get cold inside. So your core body temperature will start to drop. And there comes a point where that can be dangerous. The other thing is, is that if you've got an untreated or, or unstable blood pressure or heart disease, um, then it's, it's probably not a good idea because uh, it can destabilize that. And so you can get problems with rhythm of the heart and problems with blood pressure going up and down too much. So you do have to be careful from that point of view. And then I suppose thirdly, um, cold water shock, you know, we, we generally don't say, 
uh, jump straight in or dive straight in, you should generally immerse slowly so that your body gets used to the cold temperature. And and some people can get a, a sort of shock uh, a system in the, in their body if if they jump in too quickly. So you just have to be slightly careful from that point of view. But look, the the benefits I have to say I absolutely believe outweigh. Uh, any of those risks for most people as long as they're being sensible so go and try it it's really great and it's free (laughs) i know we're surrounded by the stuff so why wouldn't you is there a good way a, a sensible way as well to sort of warm yourself back up again too well, you know, hot drunks afterwards, and a lot of people nowadays have got this um, wraparound body suits, which uh, have got sort of um, uh, sort of furry stuff inside, uh, so dry dry robes and that sort of thing, um, and and that's that's quite a good idea. Um, and uh, yeah, just sort of keeping moving. Really, uh, generally, it's it's worth saying don't warm up too quickly so don't go and sit in front of a fire don't jump straight into a hot bath Um, we generally would say don't have a really hot shower Um, you know lukewarm is is fine because if you try and heat yourself up too quickly then things like chillblains and um, again your blood pressure can change too quickly and that can be a problem if if you've got a problem with your blood pressure so yeah just do it gradually and sensibly really and uh, i'm going to ask you a personal question now because something i've always suffered from for many many years is this Reynolds condition of course where you know fingers go wide and i thought that jumping in the sea would help it because it's sort of a circulatory type thing but it doesn't seem to have made a difference is no. that so so it's not something that would necessarily boost your circulation no, I mean, it, it doesn't help uh, Raynaud's. And in fact, I have the same uh, problem and I generally wear gloves. In fact, you look a bit, a bit daft really because you're walking in the water with nothing on except a pair of trunks and gloves. But actually that uh, that does make a big difference. And actually it's, it's much more pleasant for me to go in with a pair of gloves on so you don't get that cold water shock. But it doesn't help it. No, it won't get it better, unfortunately. You just have to protect yourself against the cold if you know that your periphery gets colder than the rest of you. Many thanks for taking the time to talk to us and hopefully it has maybe inspired some more people to join us one day at Fenella Beach, maybe. Oh, I hope so. (laughs) I hope so. Well, to be honest, I've seen more and more people joining us anyway over the last couple of years. So I think people are catching on. And uh, yeah, try it. It's free. It's great. It's good for you. And you'll love it. Hear me now, sweet water. Hi, my name is Christine Collister and my sea story is uh, a couple of years ago during all that craziness that was locked down. I just thought I wanted to do something crazy instead of crazy coming to me. A couple of friends encouraged me to get in the sea in October and I did it that first day. I had have to say it was incredibly hysterical. <laughs> I, d- I thought I'd never do it again and uh, a week later I thought, do you know what, I think I'd like to do it again. And now, uh, several years later, I go in um, a lot. I go, I wouldn't, I don't get in every day, but I go in, go in most days and I absolutely love it. And my favorite upon favorite place to get in is Fenella Beach. There's something incredibly magical about the place. It's never the same, the light on the rocks, on the sea, on, it's just beautiful. My Fenella's great beauty. I'm saying. It's like a, a welcoming hug, those gorgeous rocks. They welcome you in and there's definitely a sense of magic. In the salt spray I'm born over In the water, every 
What's your name? Oshim. How old are you, Oshim? Eight. And is it your birthday today? Yeah. How are you celebrating your birthday right now? Swimming in the sea. And what do you think about it? What, what does it make you feel like? Happy. Is it really, really cold? Yeah. <laughs> but you still enjoy it, yeah. Who is it? Who's this with you? Una. Yeah, is, it, is she your sister? Yeah. So what, when did you start getting in the sea? Um... About the same time he did, because uh, and um, six months ago, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And just carried on. Yeah, it's really Fantastic. fun. Well, I think it would be a bit remiss of us if we didn't sing Happy Birthday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Shall we? <laughs> Happy birthday, dear Oshin. Happy birthday to you. Hey! <laughs> well done. We'll see you in the sea in a minute. <laughs> started dipping about two years ago when I moved over here and I love being in the water and I think mentally it's been amazing and actually all credit to Roots because that's where Amanda and I started doing it because we did it on the you know the 8.30 and then you got a free coffee so it's quite a nice incentive but I tell you it was it's definitely practice in getting used to the cold we don't I don't see him for long but um you know, with mental health and all of those kind of issues, I do think that there's something magical. I mean, like looking out here now and the sun just mm -hmm. on Onken and you think, yeah, you can't really beat it, can you, really? You could on be a beautiful London. day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you could be on the M25. So, yeah, I get it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kate. Um, I moved to the island just under two years ago with a huge fear of the sea. Um, I'd swum in open water once ever because I was um, sponsored to do it. Um, and for some reason it just looked really inviting so I paddled a little bit in the summer and then a friend from work took me on a moonlight dip and that was my first ever proper sea dip um, I was terrified but a group of strangers held my hand whilst I shivered um, and I never stopped going in I'm in several times a week now and my mental health has absolutely rocketed to a place I've never been so happy before oh my word yeah and how is your fear of the sea now? I don't have one. Seaweed doesn't bother me. The animals don't bother me. The waves don't bother me. I just love all of it. Wow. That's an incredible story. Yeah, complete U-turn. So if, if there is someone who's listening who might have been thinking, do you know what, I'm feeling a bit low. This is something you think might help. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, physically and mentally, I think the benefits are immense. And it's some people say it's the placebo effect. I don't know what it is, but it doesn't matter if it works. Uh, I'm Kate Levy-Burquist. Kate, just tell us what we've been doing today. Okay, so you've just done a cold water therapy session, you've done a wild dip in the Fairy Glen pool, and we've just had a lovely brunch. So tell us about some of the people that come to these cold water therapy sessions. <laughs> well, wild people, obviously, because, who you know, whenever did you think you'd going to get in cold water? You know, 8 degrees, 12 degrees, you know, who does that? You know, this is a new emerging thing, and, you know, to be able to find comfort in discomfort which is primarily what you're doing in cold water which is why it helps with anxiety and depression because that just 
offers resilience and confidence in abundance, doesn't it? You know, so you're going to get people who are wanting to improve their well-being, mental health, physical health and spiritual health. That's the idea of it. And we are surrounded by water. We would be mad not to utilise what we've got on our doorstep. And this is something that is super beneficial for health. And in fact, you've just finished doing a course on it, haven't you? Yeah, I just done my cold water therapy training um, and it's quite structured, this cold water therapy, and it's aimed at eventually putting it onto social prescription. So the people I train with actually have it on social prescription in the UK, in Devon, which is an eight week cold water therapy course they offer to people who have got anxiety and mild depression. That's amazing. So it would be prescribed for specifically those kind of things or other things as well? No, specifically for that at present, um, because it's only a new emerging thing, socially prescribing in the UK. We're not actually socially prescribing, to my knowledge, on the island yet, apart from possibly physical activity, NSC vouchers and swimming. Whereas green therapy and blue therapy, which is what cold water would be, blue therapy, is going to be an emerging thing you can see. And in the UK, especially the people I train with, if you went to the doctor with anxiety and mild depression or very stressed, you would be offered this eight-week cold water therapy course. And I'm presuming you might have spoken to some of the medical profession on the island. How, how has it been received, the idea of us doing this here? Well, um, I, I've, I've spoke to some um, doctors and some people at the hospital, psychiatrists, psychologists, and they're all, you know, not all, but a lot of them are very keen to move into prescribing alternative therapy uh, as, you know, it's not... Um, it's not let's forget about medication because medication has its place in science, science has its place, but it's almost like people would like an alternative. So let's just add green and blue therapy in as an alternative when you go to the doctor as well as medication if needed. So, yeah, I've made contact with some students who are um, going to come into their dissertation phase and they're very keen to do some uh, research on cold water therapy. It's data really that what is what we're missing. And if we're going to move this forward and get it on social prescription eventually, we're going to need data and we're going to need numbers. And I don't know about you, but if anyone has spoke to the blue tits uh, over time and they have so many phenomenal stories where people with fibromyalgia and chronic pain are now not in chronic pain. I've spoke to women in the blue tits who've been on anxiety medication for 20 years and now are not on medication menopause that's massive we speak to them about their menopause it's easing all their menopause symptoms so if we can collect data on that which would be best if it was the university students then we're, we're, we're winning because we need we need numbers and we need data and we cannot ignore it anymore that the benefits of cold water are phenomenal many thanks to everyone who shared their stories for this program from sea swimmers to river dippers and everything in between and thanks to Gail from Blue Tits HQ in the UK for sharing her fabulous poem, You and You Wants Too. If you feel like being that new one and are feeling inspired to dive in, please do start by contacting one of the groups mentioned in this programme. Cold Water Therapy Coach Kate can be found at souladventures.im and the Manx Blue Tits have a very active Facebook page under the name Manx Blue Tits. And be sure to check with your GP if you have any medical concerns before getting in cold water. I'm Christy Dehaven. See you at the seaside. <laughs>